sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Now, ultimately, obviously, you want to win. We'll keep track. and You pick which side you want to go on. You think the Dodgers are the greatest thing in the world. All right, now you'd be on the plus side. Or against them, you'd be on the negative side, uh, as it should be. Pirates, on the other hand, with the perception is they're the worst team in baseball. So far, they're living up to that billing. If you bet 100 bucks in the Pirates every game, uh, you'd be down $310. You'd one in five of the Pirates. Uh, they're getting plus 120 versus the Cubs later on today at home in their uh, home opener. You bet against the Pirates. Obviously, you'd be 5-1, and one, and you'd be uh, plus 290. So not bad there. Not bad at all. And uh, if you bet the Cubs today, you're laying a buck forty uh, against Pittsburgh on the road. So a little hint that that game will be part of our opposite picks. Um, over-unders. Overs took a hit last night. Only five. Five-nine with one push. Bringing a season total to 48 overs, 45 unders with that one push. Home teams, been pretty consistent. Uh, no real home field advantage. Uh, seven and eight last night, home teams went. Bringing the uh, yearly total to 43 winners, 44 losers. So almost dead even. So really both almost dead even. The overs had a slight little advantage, a seven-game advantage heading into yesterday, but uh, four less uh, yesterday kind of brought it uh, to back down to, to par here. So n- no monster trends one way uh, or the other uh, when it comes to that. NBA, yep, you got uh, Kevin Durant. That was the big story last night. Back in action, played 19 minutes, came off the bench. Five of five, 17 points. Nets win, and they win easily over New Orleans, uh, who, who didn't put up much of a fight. The Nets led by double digits uh, after the first quarter, and, uh, you know, off and away they went. So no big deal. 36 to tech in the second quarter they, they led. Uh, the outscored the Pelicans 43-26. That's when they blew it open. And uh, the Nets win at 139-111. Tough, <clears throat> tough loss if you bet the Celtics. And we had them as part of our opposite picks. Uh, now, they were trailing most of the way. I will tell you that. And it was a close game, though. It wasn't, you know, like a 15, 20-point game. But the bottom line is, uh, laying two and a half, Celtics led with less than a minute left. To be exact, they led... With 11 seconds left, 99-93 after Marcus Smart just made two free throws. Now, I kind of let the back, uh, you know, the, the cat out of the bag there, but it's 99-93. You're laying two and a half, which means you, you can give up a three-pointer and you're still winning by three, which means you still get the cover. In most gamblers' brains, they'll be saying, all right, now I just hit a second free throw, so we're up six. There's 11 seconds left. What's the worst-case scenario? You always get worst-case scenario, right? Worst-case scenario, Knicks come down. You know, maybe they hit a three with five seconds left. They're going to foul. You know, Celtics are going to hit a couple of free throws, and it's going to go back up to five, and the ball game's going to be over, right? You know, would the Knicks then come back down again? You know, and have enough time to throw up a three. Nah, you know that that that's you know I'm I'm pretty safe up six, given being able to give a bucket with 11 seconds left. I, I'm pretty safe, right? 
Yeah, just like that, that commercial. Uh, keyword there is pretty safe. Uh, not safe, pretty safe. What happens? Uh, Payton, Alfred Payton hits a three-pointer for the Knicks with 6.3 seconds left to cut it to 99-96. All right, that's part one of your three-part ugly scenario. Celtics inbound the ball. Jason Tatum is fouled. He hits both free throws. It goes back up to five, 101-96 with five seconds left. R.J. Barrett bombs a three-pointer with a second left. Do the Knicks foul down two? Nope. No time left with a second left. And the Knicks lose. Celtics win 101-99. Ugh. Knicks hit two three-pointers in the final 10 seconds. Final seven seconds, to be exact. And they get the backdoor cover. Oh, that sucks. Oh, and we had the Celtics with our picks and with our opposite picks. Oh, that is just brutal. I mean, and that was the only scenario. I I, I guarantee you, uh, you know, when, when Smart hits that second free throw, you go up nine and you, you play it out in your brain. Well, they'd have to come down and hit a quick three, then foul. Even if they make both free throws, I'm only up five. I'd still have a shot if they can bury a three. And, you know, the perfect storm. Oh, that's a brutal loss. Ah, that uh, Welcome to gambling. Celtics win by two. Now, maybe just maybe you got the line late. Maybe you got a push out of that because I know it did get down to like one and a half. But, you know, for our purposes that we had in the morning, it was two and a half. Actually, it was three and a half to tell you the truth. But, oh, that's brutal. <laughs> that is just... Man, you got a basket to give with 11 seconds left, and you can't win. Good gravy. Welcome to gambling. Welcome to gambling. You want to fool around with this stuff? Better have it. You better have thick skin, I'll tell you that. Man. All right, we'll go over some of the late games and in the hockey and then uh, back to the golf. we got to finish up with our golf winners. All that's next right here. Opposite picks on Thursday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. When we move our bodies and we move the basketball the way we did, and we talk on defense, you know, it's fun out there. Um, You know, you got veteran players that know how to play and it feels like, you know, these guys can finish my sentence before, you know, after I, before I even, before I even finish. So these guys know the game inside out. They know me. They know one another um, as teammates and, you know, from playing against each other over the years. So it was, uh, it's pretty smooth. That's uh, one Kevin Durant who returned last night at uh, 17 points. Uh, Not bad. Five of five shooting from the field. Came off the bench in 19 minutes to play. Nets win big. And he's talking about it. That was uh, without James Harden, uh, who remains out with his uh, leg injury. Him and Kyrie Irving last night. Basically a wire-to-wire easy win. Good uh, performance. And I imagine now he'll sit out the next couple of games, which I understand. uh, But... As we've told you a thousand times, 
And I, and I'll say that, you know, I'm watching the, these guys are funny. God forbid someone should just say something that's actually like taking a stand. You know, it's, it's, oh my God, no, I can't say this. But they were talking about how good the Nets would be once they get all three players on the court. And one of the bird brains on the four letter network, I forget which one, otherwise I'd say it. Uh, said, you know, the Nets are going to be really good. When they get their three guys on the court, they're, they're going to be really good. And I, I I think they could be one of the best teams in the East. Ooh, really? Wow. No. Where, where do I sign on that one? Way to go out on a limb. You think the Nets, really, with, with Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving, and Blake Griffin, and LaMarcus Aldridge, do you think they might be one of the best teams in the East when they get all healthy? Wow. No. Let me jot that down. Can I quote you on that? What a dope. You know, I mean, you just say, listen, if you think they're going to be the best team, go ahead and say, I don't even think that's going out on a limb, for goodness sake. I'm telling you right now, I've been telling you that. Everyone's been telling you that. Philadelphia doesn't have a chance in the world. The Celtics, they can't even beat the Knicks, for goodness sakes. How are they going to beat the Brooklyn Nets with those three guys? Nobody's got been walking. Uh, I will buy stock in Tops. I buy stock of all the things that I am in in my real life, right? So if, I, if I'm getting into something and it has a stock equivalency, I will try and invest there. Now, most of my investing is done. I do robo-investing through Wealthfront. Championship than the Lakers or Clippers or anyone else in the West has. Uh, the, the Nets road is easy. They're going to face one tough team. They're going to face the winner of Milwaukee and uh, Philadelphia. That's it. You know, If, if you want to tell me that the Celtics are, are going to give them a challenge or the Indiana Pacers or the Miami Heat, forget. I, I will take that bet absolutely. So the fact that you can still get the Nets at even money on FanDuel to win the East – now it's come down. That was plus one forty because I remember saying several times it's still plus one money, one twenty, one thirty, one forty, and it's down to even. They will. All you have to do is just picture them in a best of seven series against either Philadelphia or Milwaukee, and what are the odds going to be? Whether they have home court advantage or not, they're going to be a favorite. They will be. I'd go so far as to say. Right now, I'm pretty confident, and I'm pretty good on this stuff. Uh, you know, next time I'm on with Dave uh, Sherpen, our guy, I'll ask him. I bet you the Nets would be a two to one favorite over both those teams, or either one of those teams. I, I think in a best of seven against uh, Milwaukee, the Nets would be a two to one favorite. Out, but there's massive uh, disappointment in the product. A lot of the cards are. Uh, are bubbled, damaged to begin. I know that they have the wrong player on one of the cards this year. I'm, I'm 100% certain of that too. And people are finding when they're cracking open the boxes that there's there's problems with the cards. Not, and centering is one thing, but there's like little bubbling on some of them. And there's a couple of errors this year. And not to mention the players that are in this year's product, Davis. Uh, you, you can't even make an argument that they're even close to what they were the last couple of years. And ball getting hurt has not helped that. I mean, that's, that's a big part of it, too. And look, Edwards may be good. Wiseman may end up being good. Hal Burton. They're- Seven series against Milwaukee or Philadelphia. God forbid that uh, uh, Atlanta or uh, Indiana or one of those other goofy teams you know, merges. But you got to assume it's going to be Milwaukee or Philadelphia. And the Nets would be a two-to-one favorite. So if the Nets are going to be a two-to-one favorite, see, this is when you do futures. 
This is when, when you get value putting the play in now versus waiting. You're getting great value because I you mark it down right now. The Nets will be at least a two-to-one favorite in the Eastern Conference Finals. So you might as well grab them now at even money. Now, the only downside, and there's downsides to everything, is with all those injuries, you know, if they are legit, and I don't doubt some of them are, you take the chance. You take the chance KDD blows his leg out again. You take the chance uh, Harden doesn't come back from his his, uh, hamstring injury. You take the chance Kyrie goes AWOL again. You you got a lot of issues with the Nets, uh, and maybe that's built into that even money still. So that, But other than that, it just – if you want to roll the dice that all those guys are going to be available, even money, absolutely. And I still think even plus 250, who's beating them? No, No one's beating them. You know, you you want to give me the Nets at plus two fifty? They, they won't be a minus two fifty underdog to the Lakers or Clippers or Jazz or whoever in the NBA Finals. No way. You're still getting pretty good value on Brooklyn because we've not seen. You know, in a lot of ways, they're doing us a big favor because um, you know with all these guys injured, we haven't seen the real, if you will, Brooklyn Nets, but. When these guys all do come back, and I'm guessing they will, those numbers are going to drop dramatically. Dramatically. Uh, Elsewhere last night, Suns beat the Jazz 117-113 in overtime. Uh, Donovan Mitchell had 41 in the loss for Utah. Nuggets beat up the Spurs 106-96. Denver starting to really kick into the gear. What is it now? 15-3 or 16-3. One of the two of their last uh, 18-19 games. Starting to play some uh, playoff-style basketball as well. The scores are coming down. That's the key sign. Our lock last night. Boy, I love Charlotte. That OKC team. I'm surprised. Now, they only won by 11, but still, uh, they won and they covered. That line was only five. That Hornets team has done very well without LaMelo Ball. They really have. And that OKC team, they've now lost seven of eight, and, and the losses, are, oh, except one, are by double digits. They are just completely in the tank. That was a gift of all gifts last night. I told you that, getting uh, in Charlotte with only five. How about the Rockets blowing out the Mavs? Wow. 102-93. First time in two months the Rockets have covered back-to-back games. And not only cover, but win this game. They didn't win last time. But, you know, it might be, dare I say this, but um, much like with the Buffalo Sabres, who won a couple of games here, uh, I hate to say it might be time to jump off the bandwagon of those teams. You know, Rockets are covered two in a row. Let me see them cover one more, but they've been fairly feisty. You know, and even in the games they didn't cover a late, I told you it's it's because they kind of gave up in the last minute or two because they were such a competitive game, and then they kind of got blown out, and then they would just lay down and die the last minute and end up losing by 13, 14, 15 points when it was really a close game. So... You know, unless those lines are down to like three, four, five, I, I don't know if I'd be laying double digits on the road like Dallas was an eleven point favorite last night. That's a bad loss for the Mavericks. But I, I, you, you can't listen. You might not cover the spread, but you can't lose to the Rockets outright. Oh, John Wall, thirty-one. Memphis beat the the Hawks one thirty-one, one thirteen. Try and figure out those two teams. 
Go figure. Well, one day the Hawks look great. The next day they lose to Memphis at home. One day the Grizz look great. The next day they're losing to the you know the, the Kings at home. Uh, go figure. Uh, and then you got two other meaningless games. Washington, of course, Washington won yesterday. Needed them to win the other day. They did. Wizards uh, blow out the Magic 131-116. And the Pacers outscore the Teacups uh, 141-137. All right, here's our, uh, here are our prop plays uh, with the golf, right? So we're going to go with Patrick Reed to win it all. You got uh, winning score as the absolute best play, minus 11 or better. We're going to play no hole-in-one plus, uh, we'll just say 140. Um, We're going to go with uh, top 11 guys or 10 guys to not make the cut. Let's have some fun. That's right. You heard me right. Not make the cut. Now, there's 88 golfers in the field. One thing about the Masters, unlike with these other majors and other tournaments, it's not the top 70 guys. It's the top 50 guys. Now, you have fewer golfers. You have only 88, but it's only the top 50 guys, which means, you know, that cut line, you, you got to shoot pretty good. Used to be just to make the cut. Well, you, you know, you shot halfway decent. You make the cut. At the Masters, you got to shoot really well to make the cut when only the top 50 guys make it. So here's my have some fun strategy. FanDuel, we're going to take the top 10 guys. Justin Thomas, John Rahm, DJ, that's three. Cantlay, Jordan Speed, that's five. DeChambeau, six. Finau, seven. Shoffley, eight. Patrick Reed and Rory McIlroy, nine, ten. We're going to play all 10 to not make the cut. And I know what you're saying. Oh, those are the best golfers, Scott. What are you doing? All we have to do is hit two of those, and we, at worst, break even if the two are Patrick Reed and Rory McIlroy. And otherwise, we... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. So what that music means, time to take out your pad and pencils and get set for the fastest and more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, Opposite Picks. What are Opposite Picks, you newbies ask? Well, we give you five, six, seven games a night, five, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas and FanDuel. Proved it again last night, going a 3-2 uh, and two mark. Not too bad. Bringing our overall record to 177 up, going opposite, only 162 down with one push. Here we go. We got a five-pack for you tonight. Start in the, uh, maybe six-pack, actually. Start in the NBA with the uh, Chicago Bulls laying three and a half at Toronto. Bulls made wholesale changes at the trade deadline. It takes to get a few games for it to kick in, but maybe they're starting to gel. They've won two in a row, two pretty good wins against Brooklyn and Indiana. But this really isn't a pro-Chicago trade as more so an anti-Toronto play. 
Raptors have lost 14 of 17, going 5 and 12 against the spread in the process. They are absolutely dead in the water. Injuries have derailed the club. Trades at the trade deadline. I don't think all of a sudden that's changing tonight. There's a reason why the last place got awful. Well, not last place, but got awful Bulls are actually a three-and-a-half-point road favorite over Toronto. They're begging it to take the Raptors. Don't do it. Bulls get their third straight win. Love Chicago tonight. Give me Toronto plus the three-and-a-half. Pick number two, Cleveland laying three-and-a-half at OKC. This is a real test on how bad this OKC team has fallen and is. We've given you their numbers before. They have lost by double digits like it's nobody's business, including again last night uh, against uh, you know, a mediocre Charlotte team. Cavs, you know, they're coming off a nice 24-point road win at San Antonio Tuesday. Maybe that carries over in tonight. I mean, but either way, you just have to keep playing against OKC again, much like with the Toronto game. It's not a pro-Cleveland play. It's an anti-OKC play. And the fact that they're playing so bad, Losing all these games by double digits, and now you only have to lay three and a half, albeit with Cleveland on the road. doesn't matter. I'll take the peak of high laying three and a half against OKC right now. Give me OKC plus the three and a half. Pick number three. Portland plus seven at Utah. Letdown game for the Jazz after being taken to overtime, losing at Phoenix last night. Played their hearts out trying to get revenge after losing to the Suns earlier this year. They're going to be gassed tonight, even at home against the Jailblazers. Bottom line is, Jazz have been a burning ticket anyway over the last month. Remember they had that 19-1 against the spread streak? Well, they're 6-10 and 10 now against the spread their last 16 games since then. 6-10. and 10. Just can't bet Utah anymore. Not with those numbers staring in the face. No way, no how. Do not bet Utah. Give me the Jazz, minus the seven. Pick number four, Phoenix, plus five against the L.A. Clippers. Roll reversal for the Suns, who, yes, did go to overtime, did get a big win against the Jazz last night, uh, but they go from being the hunted to the hunter tonight. They lost in their only meeting against the Clippers this season. They have the second best against the spread record in the NBA now at 34 and 16. 34, that's pretty damn good. It really is. Clippers, not bad. 16-11 and 11 against the spread at home. But again, this is more a pro-Phoenix play than an anti-Clipper play. That's going to be our theme tonight. Uh, this number is just too big. Five. Grab the points. Watch the Suns win outright. Give me the Clippers minus the five. Pick number five. We're going to hockey. Pittsburgh plus 110 against the New York Rangers. Ah, uh, revenge is the key here, folks. Penguins got drilled 8-4 by the Rangers on Tuesday. Payback is a bitch, as the saying goes. Pittsburgh gets it tonight. No way Sidney Crosby, Ivani Malkin, and the boys don't get their A game tonight against the Rangers. Rangers are going to be pounded by the Pens. Expect the Penguins to win 8-4. Crosby with the hat trick. Love Pittsburgh tonight. Give me the Rangers minus 120. And pick number six, going to throw a baseball play at you. Cubbies laying minus 140 at Pittsburgh. You know, maybe we were wrong about this Pirates team. I didn't think they were going to be great, good, or even decent. I just didn't think they'd lose 105 games. And you know what? In some ways, I'm right because they're on pace right now to lose 125 games. Will it continue? I don't know. 
But all I know is they've lost five straight after opening the season with a victory, being outscored, as I told you earlier, 39-12 to in those five losses. That's an average score of 6.5-2. to two. Man, Good grief, they're getting crushed. And now they face Jake Arrieta, who pitched six-hit, one-run baseball in a season debut against these same Pirates last week. Pittsburgh is doomed. Love the Cubs laid only minus 140. Give me the Pirates, plus the 120. That's our opposite pick. All right, here we go. We gave you a six-pack for NBA. Toronto Raptors, plus three and a half. OKC, oof, plus three and a half. Utah laying seven. Clippers, minus five. Rangers on the ice, minus 120. And in baseball, the Pittsburgh Pirates, it pains me to say, at plus 120. Opposite picks for this Thursday, April 8th. I will right, we'll post those on the website, as we always do, and uh, we'll get that up there, uh, you know, a few minutes after the, the show, as, as always. Generally, about a half hour or so um, after the show. So we got that in the books. Let's run down our usual course of action in this final segment: betting on the Pirates, Pittsburgh plus one twenty against the Pirates, Cubs minus one forty. Uh, Dodgers are off. Uh, so nothing to play there with uh, our uh, daily plays with that one. In golf, you know, we're going to go with the black cloud, Wetzel black cloud on Patrick Reed. We don't want him winning another mass. No, nobody can. You can't root for that guy. Uh, nope, can't do it. So we're going to put American money on him. As far as our props, I think the absolute bottom line, without a shadow of a doubt, if you're just looking to win money uh, play, winning score minus 11 or better. Uh, DJ won at minus 20 last year. I, I don't care what they're saying about the conditions. This They always say They always go, just ignore all that stuff. It's a bunch of old fogies who are used to playing golf when it's difficult. Not anymore. Not with the equipment and the balls and everything else that they have. They hit the ball 400 miles an hour. You know, it doesn't matter how tough the conditions are. So minus 11 or better. When someone won on this course at minus 20, you know, six months ago, I, I, I love that. Uh, yeah, I got to have some fun here with a couple of other things. All right, no hole-in-one at plus 140 on FanDuel. I'll take my chances. There generally are hole-in-ones, which is why you're getting odds. But you know what? Only 88 golfers. Um, I'll, you know, it, it's not like a normal tournament. We have about 120 or so. I, I'll take my chances. They don't find a hole-in-one. Uh, par 72, cut line. Uh, what's it going to be? 147, which is three over par or under. Uh, 148, which is four over par, or 149 and a half, or 149, which is five over par. I, I think the cut is going to be 147 or better. I, I think you're going to put some pretty good numbers on the board. So um, that's not a lot, three over par, but I, I don't think, I, I think it's going to be close to, you know, I, I wouldn't even be surprised to see one over, uh, two over. I, I got a cushion at three over as well. I think that's the best play, 147 or, or uh, less. Uh, number of players under par when everything is said and done. I like playing this one. Uh, I'm going to grab, you know, 26 or more plus 125. I don't think there's going to be that many. 19 to 25, you can get a plus 190. That's not too bad. It's a big little cushion or 18 and under. I'm going to grab, you want to give me uh, 19 to 25 guys? You want to give me that uh, seven-player uh, cushion? I don't know if they'll be 19 when everything is said and done, but I'm going to stick to my guns. These guys are just too good. Uh, they're just too good. So I'll grab that plus 190. Um, I told you, here's what we're going to do. You're going to take the top 10 guys. 
Justin Thomas, John Rahm, DJ, all at plus 530 to not make the cut. Then we're going to go Cantlay, Jordan Spieth at plus 480 to not make the cut. Then we're going to go with Shambo plus 460 on FanDuel to not make the cut. Finau and Schauffele at plus 420, not make the cut. Patrick Reed, Rory McIlroy, plus 4-1, to one, not make the cut. If we get two out of those ten, even if it's the last two, Reed and McIlroy, you break even. If you get any other of the two, you win money. You need to go 2-8. and eight. I can go 2-8 and eight and win money. I'll take that. I'll take that any day of the week. And I know what you're saying. Well, Scott, what are the chances of these guys? The 10 best golfers on the on the court, they're going to make the cut. Eh, you know what? You'd be surprised. You really would be surprised how some of these guys do not make the cut, even in these majors. And realistically, even if you get one, right, you lose nine. Let's just say you put 10 bucks on it just for fun. You lose 90. You're going to win one uh, that's going to bring you back, you know, $45. You're going to lose about 45 bucks, you know, if, if, if you just get one. And, again, as I told you, if you get two, then you win money. You know, I, which two are going to be it? Who knows? Could you see John Rahm imploding and saying, you know what, I'm going back to the white, especially if he does poorly in the first round? He says, well, listen, I'm out of it. I'm, I'm eight shots back. I'm not winning this thing. Am I going to hang around here? I can be home with my newborn kid. I can see John Rom tanking in round number two, right? Uh, I can see, uh, you know, McElroy, so much pressure on him to complete the Grand Slam, him not making it. Uh, Justin Thomas, who knows what's going on in his brain. I can see him not making it. I mean, I get, who knows? Patrick Reed implodes. So we'll have some fun. I wouldn't put a lot of money on it, but uh, just to have some fun. And I, I bet you we get a couple of those guys and we end up winning money. But those are the official odds on FanDuel. So uh, what else we want to do as we normally do? Trend plays in the NBA. Yesterday we went 3-1, and one, gave out the under Knicks winner, gave out Denver minus 7 winner, gave out Phoenix plus a point and a half winner, uh, lost with Dallas minus 11. So 3-1 and one yesterday, not bad. Tonight you got two. You got Chicago laying 3.5 at Toronto just because I gave you the Raptor numbers before, 3-14 and 14, their last 17 games. And then uh, Dallas is red hot. They've won seven straight. Uh, actually, they lost last night. You know what? So we got to scratch them uh, off the board. Sorry, Dallas. You blew it against uh, Houston. They were looking ahead to their game against Milwaukee, I guess. So just Chicago is a trend play in the uh, NHL. NBA last night, favorite six and three straight up, five and four against the spread. Over-unders, six overs, three unders. Uh, hockey, uh, two and three were the favorites yesterday. Two and three over-unders as well. Uh, tonight, we got two trend plays in a solid one. Uh, first up, Nashville at Detroit. Predators, eight and one their last nine. So go with the Preds again. And then over five and a half, Philly Islanders. Flyers are 25 and 12 over on the season, while the Islanders are 12, six and one over at home. So two strong trends on the over in the one game. And then last night, uh, we went uh, one and one, lost on Vegas against St. Louis with our trend play, but uh, cashed in on plus 160 with uh, Minnesota and Colorado. Um, as the Wild are now 12 and one at home, their last uh, 13 games, 13 home games. So pretty good, uh, pretty good action there. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and then we'll give you our uh, pyramid plays and then our 16 parlays. One's alive, one's dead. Thank you very much, Stankies. So we may have to start another one. We'll see. But we got one that uh, did win last night. So that's all coming up next as we close up shop. Opposite picks. We'll update the poll question as well. Sirius XM 204. I'm a fool for a 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Let's update the poll question one more time. Who's winning the Masters? A little popcorn radio. And we have uh, Jordan Spieth leading the way at 26.5%, uh, 25 for DJ, uh, 25% for other, and uh, 23.5% for who cares. Uh, some of those others, Roy McElroy, DeChambeau, and Justin Thomas. Get your vote in at Opposite Picks, and we'll update that uh, tomorrow. Uh, let's go to our pyramid of winners. Yesterday, Charlotte winner over Devin Booker points winner. Uh, Minnesota Wild winner. Uh, Yankees loser prop play Nathan McKinnon shots on goal. He had three, not three and a half fudge loser. And our play of the day, the Stanks with that great run against Baltimore, uh, was a loser. Still not bad for today. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Cleveland NBA is the play of the day minus three and a half. That line jumped from two last night to three and a half at OKC. Loved, I told you, Damian Lillard over 26.5 points. I think he's going to go for 30 plus. Uh, NBA or uh, MLB, Cubs minus 140 against Pittsburgh. Hockey play over 5.5 Philly Islanders. They gave you those great hockey trends in the opposite picks. Love the over there. And then our boy Brian Russ back in action with Pittsburgh, back to 2.5 shots on goal, minus 140 as our prop play in the NHL on FanDuel. Lost with the Stanky, so that 116 parlay goes out the window. Thanks for nothing, Stanks. We did win with Charlotte, uh, so that's alive. We're going to put the uh, the cadavers in there, minus 3.5 versus OKC. And we'll start another 16. We'll get two going at a time. Uh, let's go with over 5.5 Philadelphia and the Islanders in the other 16 parlay. So hopefully your place takes those. I do like those open ones. So 1-0 so far, the one with uh, the Cavaliers, and then we'll start a new one with uh, the over 5.5 Philadelphia and Islanders. So you're all set. We're going to put our American money on Patrick Reed, the Wetzel Black Cloud, in action with that. And remember, your best uh, Masters play, I think, is winning score of being 11 under par or better. Have some fun. Enjoy the Masters. It gets underway in one hour. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here. Opposite Pick Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 204.